This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, Tyra Banks fires back. You got an exclusive, boo. Her only interview about two TV controversies from America's Next Top Model. I cringe. To the shakeup at AGT. It was very, very... Very, very intense. Then, Carrie Underwood confessions from her marriage. We just differ drastically. To motherhood. She's like, I lost the baby. And I was like, again? Plus, how Ricky Martin pulled off a big musical surprise while quarantined with his four kids. I am so excited. And Kristen Bell on her new animated musical, Better Than Frozen. Oh, wow. E.T. starts right now. Hello and welcome. You know, Tyra Banks is a groundbreaking model and mogul, and she has never backed down from a controversy. So there was plenty for us to talk about when we connected for an exclusive conversation, starting with some of the decisions and comments she made when she was the host of America's Next Top Model. Everybody thinks modeling is glamour and fabulous and, and beautiful, but there's an ugly side. There were played back some clips from America's Next Top Model that were um, older clips where you asked everyone to darken their skin. Brittany, you are going to be Native American and East Indian. Oh. Yes. I apologize for it because we put it out. And even me just watching it after, I was like, ooh, this ain't right. I mean, we felt like our skin's beautiful. Let's paint the world our color. And then we saw it and we were like, oh no, this excuses 
other people to do this in a negative way. So I went on my talk show and did an entire um, segment of what we did wrong and we apologized for it. But not everybody saw that, Kevin. It involved a, a really false accusation and a hurtful accusation that the producers of America's Next Top Model, including myself, put the girls in blackface. And, and I was like, what? You know, and there's a whole new generation of people that didn't grow up with my show and didn't see that. Also, there was pushback on the episode about Danny Evans and you addressing the gap in her teeth. Do you really think you can have a CoverGirl contract with the gap in your mouth? Yeah, why not? When I look back at that episode, I, I cringe, and I cringe through it through the eyes of today. Tyra has an extra special treat for you guys. We're gonna send you guys to an amazing dentist here in LA. I wrote a book, I talked about this, and apologized and said, you know what, I shouldn't have done that. But I felt the need to apologize again because not everybody saw that. I, I also have this mission to get the models as much work as possible. And at times, this desire to make sure that my girls got work made me forget my mission of why I get up every single day, which is more important than any damn magazine cover. This is Hollywood, and this is AGT! Tyra's also weighing in on another controversy, Gabrielle Union's allegations of a toxic and racist work environment at AGT. An independent investigation found there was no wrongdoing. When you were there, how was it? I, I had a lot of fun, but of course I heard about all the stuff after I left, and um, you know, my heart goes out to Gabrielle Union, um, and you know, and her being able to like express her truth. I hope, I hope she's okay right now. I haven't really talked to her or anything, but I hope she's okay because it, it sounds pretty heavy. These days, Tyra's quarantining at home with four-year-old son York and her mom Carolyn. They're giving us a peek into what it's like to watch TV with them on Celebrity Watch Party tonight on Fox. Well, this is going to eliminate a whole bunch of them, do you think? How is the dynamic change between y'all? She is cussing me out on the daily. <laughs> like, cussing me out. Why'd you do it like that? You know, your son's hair is all dry. I need to comb his hair. So we're doing this celebrity watch party show. You got on too much blush, you know, licking her hands and doing that. But the one thing that is funny is that my mom is 71, but she's like crushing on everybody that comes on TV. Oh. Like, ooh, Liam Neeson. Ooh, I'm like, oh my, he can get it. She's like, oh, he can get it. <laughs> Aging, nothing but a number. You know, speaking of things to watch, Carrie Underwood and her husband, Mike Fisher, have a new limited series that began streaming last night. And in it, they get remarkably candid about their private life, including her struggles with pregnancy. After the second miscarriage, she's like, I lost the baby. I was like, well, you don't know. And you're like, yeah, I know. I just had an honest conversation with God. I was hurt, a little angry. And I told him I needed something. We needed to have a baby or not ever. Carrie fought back tears talking about the difficulty she and Mike had trying to get pregnant. She confesses being a mom was not something she originally wanted. I was never good with other people's kids. <laughs> Why would I be good with one of my own? Um, but it was like, you know, the second Isaiah was born, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. Like, I'm in love. <laughs> You're gonna cry. Then I'm gonna I cry. cry. I cry easy. <laughs> the first time, first time I held Isaiah, I thought, "What did we do? What is this?" You can the couple and parents, the five-year-old Isaiah and Jacob, who's one, get candid in I Am Second's digital short series, Mike and Carrie, God and Country. At the end of the day, we love each other very much, and. Well, and that's where our faith comes in, yeah. too. 
We're told it was shot last December near their home in Nashville. It will include, quote, personal trials and ups and downs of life. And if you watch closely, you can see the times Carrie sort of gets annoyed with Mike. This morning I woke up six times with her six alarms. What? <laughs> she spells welt, W-E-L-P. <laughs> wow. Well, he grew up hunting and being outdoors. I don't eat meat. We just differ drastically. But they worked through it all with a little humor and by relying on their faith. I got everything and more than I dreamed of, to be really honest. It's just because I'm sitting here. <laughs> now to my exclusive with Latin superstar Ricky Martin. Hours ago, he dropped a surprise new album called Pause. I spoke with him about how he pulled this all off under quarantine. So this was the perfect time for Pause, but when were you originally gonna release it? In September, correct? We started working on this album eight months ago, but to be honest, locked, to be locked for 65 days with a studio at home, my escape will be music always. One of the tracks, Simple, features a collaboration with fellow music icon, Sting. How is that working with Sting? Well, dream accomplished. Boom! And the song is gorgeous. Ricky and his husband of two years are quarantining in their Los Angeles home with their four children, 11-year-old twins Mateo and Valentino, one-year-old daughter Lucia, and seven-month-old son Ren. What was it like for the kids to see you creating like that? You don't understand they're picky. One of the twins, he heard it and then, this I like. And it took Ricky's entire quarantine to help shoot the music video for the remix of the album's first single, Tiberones. I shot a video at home with my phone. My husband took the picture of my new album cover. This is the new post-corona attitude. What do we need to do? Let's do it. And let's do it right. But what Ricky really wants to do is get back out on the road safely. Like so many artists, his tour is on hold. Keith Urban recently held a concert in Nashville. They pulled up into a drive-in theater in cars, and then he performed. What do you think about doing something like this? That was amazing. What's most important is for people to wash their hands, to wear the mask. The more we do this, the faster we're going to go to our normal again. I'm ready to go to the drive-in again. I'm ready. Well, get ready for a Frozen reunion. Kristen Bell and Josh Gad, that's on and Olaf to your kids, of course, are together again for Josh's new animated TV series. And how about this? It has already gotten the seal of approval from Kristen's husband, Dax Shepard. My husband, who hates everything and hates especially cartoons and musicals, the, within the first 20 minutes, he looked at me and he goes, wow, you you guys have something really special on your hands. Where else can your son and daughter splash in dirty hot dog water? Me signing onto this project went a little bit like this. <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Kristen, it's Josh. Do you want to do a cartoon with me? Sure. Okay, bye. To a person, all of our first choices said yes. Central Park debuting tomorrow on Apple TV Plus is a reunion of sorts. Of course, there's the Frozen connection. Josh was college classmates with Leslie Odom Jr., who won a Tony alongside David Diggs for Hamilton, who guest starred on Titus Burgess' show The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Kristen and Katherine Hahn worked together on Bad Moms. Very excited! 
they think all moms will appreciate the animated comedy slash musical. There's like a sweet kindness and a, a dear message in the middle of it, which is the importance of family. It's an adult cartoon, but it's totally kid safe. So it's co-viewing for sure. Josh's Beauty and the Beast co-star Stanley Tucci voices an elderly businesswoman who plans to destroy Central Park. There isn't anything Stanley can't do and make look cool. Yeah, kind of like his mesmerizing cocktail instructionals on Instagram. I was a bartender many years ago when I was young. Those skills stay with you. That's good. Have some celebrities hit you up for like a virtual happy hour kind of thing? Oh, that awful uh, Ryan Reynolds. Hello. He's oh. the worst. Nerd. Stanley Tucci, a man of many talents. Well, let's talk about the man who is straight out of Compton and could be headed to the set of Big Little Lies. You never know where your boy Ice Cube's gonna pop up next. Plus, Diana Ross's daughter, Tracy Ellis Ross, following in mom's footsteps, her singing debut. I just dropped a single and I don't mean a dollar bill. <laughs> then, Gossip Girl reboot news. You know you love me. And our throwback Thursday to the set of the original. Hi, I'm Blake Lively and I play Serena. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I just want to love myself. You have a single out. Oh my God. I keep saying it. I'm like my single drops. I just dropped a single and I don't mean a dollar bill. Mama Diana Ross has got to be proud of her girl. Tracy is making her singing debut. Love Myself is the featured track in her new movie, The High Note, out on demand tomorrow. There's been a lot of questions like, are you playing your mom in the movie? Is this movie inspired by your mom? And the answer to that is no. She knew I wanted to sing. When I played her the music for the first time, she looked at me with tears in her eyes and just said, finally. The overall message of this film was this idea that it is never too late to pursue your dreams. Dakota Johnson plays Tracy's assistant, Maggie, who dreams of becoming a music producer. Like Tracy, she grew up with famous parents, Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. I grew up living on location and in trailers and with tutors and nannies. What advice do you have for all those who are just trying to figure out a way to break into this business? Be true to yourself and work your <laughs> off. <laughs> it's pathetic. No, you pathetic. Ice Cube rounds out the cast playing Tracy's manager, but I wanted to know all about this. I don't know if you saw Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern's Instagram Live the other night. Ice Cube should be in Big Little Ice Cream. Hello, obviously. You know, I'm always down for, for the get down, so I love to check it out. You never know where your boy Ice Cube's gonna pop up next. Well, I already know what role he should play. He should be Nicole Kidman's new love interest, right? Here's another show that you should definitely go back and binge. XOXO, Gossip Girl. That's not a secret I'll never tell. Before the reboot, what you never knew about the original, the fashion, the drama, the behind the scenes hookups. Most likely to hook up with anybody. Oh, come on. Plus, tonight's Thursday reveals the three things never to say on a date. If you want to have much more exciting dates with people, avoid these conversation mistakes. And LeVar Burton on Bringing Back Reading Rainbow. Take a look 
Welcome back to E.T. Diehard Gossip Girl fans are pretty bummed about this news. The reboot on HBO Max has officially been delayed until 2021 since production hasn't even started yet. Here's the silver lining. That gives you plenty of time to fall back in love with the original. Hey Upper East Siders, Gossip Girl here. The show does take place in a bit of a heightened reality. Everything's a little more sparkly. <laughs> There's the blonde it girl, the queen bee, the bad boy, the pretty boy, the lonely boy, and the mysterious blogger, voiced by Kristen Bell, who spills all their dirty secrets. And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. We are a scandalous show, uh, you know, in the, in the best way possible. Drinking, drugs, and hookups. There's no shortage of scandal for these privileged private school kids, and Gossip Girl is always watching. Why so thirsty, S? They're born and bred with, with a silver spoon in their mouth. Blake was about to quit acting and enroll in college when she landed the role of Serena. Layton also auditioned for the part, but producers felt she was a better fit for Blair. The then 20-year-old wanted the role so badly, she dyed her blonde hair brunette to try and convince them. Most popular, most want to be popular, most likely to hook up with anybody. Oh, come ah! on! E.T. was on set for the first season in 2007. Gossip Girl was actually filmed in New York. And as it gained popularity, fans would follow production around the city. And even when they took the show to Paris. Okay, I feel like a queen or something. Part of the obsession? The fashion. These teens were wearing labels like Chanel, Marc Jacobs, and Vera Wang. We shop a lot and we are stuck with school uniforms, but you can always dress it up with a $1,500 gold horned owl pin, right? <laughs> Some fancy suede knee-high boots, thigh-high boots, you know? <laughs> by season two, designers were lining up to have their clothes worn by Blake and Layton. I own half of Serena's wardrobe, so I think that our style is fairly similar sometimes. Blake shared another similarity with her character, Serena. Sooner or later, people are gonna figure out we're dating. She and Penn Badgley were also a couple off-screen dating for three years. That what about those rumors of a rift on set between Blake and Layton? Blair and Serena have a, a lot of frenemy action. An executive producer says the leading ladies were friendly, but they were not friends like Serena and Blair. So where is the cast now? Blake and Layton are moms, Penn's about to be a dad, Ed Westwick's got abs, and Chase Crawford is starring in a superhero series. As for the reboots, well, the only original cast member returning is Kristen Bell as the voice of Gossip Girl. That's the catty version of me. The truth always comes out. I'm really excited. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Speaking of love, it's Thursday with Matthew Hussey. What are the three big mistakes that people make in conversation on a date? I don't know. I don't know. Well, one of the first ones is people get too literal. They get asked a question like, how are you? And then they answer it literally. They say, I'm fine, how are you? How are you doing? What we can do to help that is take any question we're asked and simply talk about what we want to talk about in the answer to that question. I was in the family business back home. God hurting. <laughs> Number two. 
people zoom out when they should be zooming in. Zoom, zoom, zoom! <laughs> when someone says to you, how was your week? We often try and summarize our week in a single word. It was, it was good. It was good. We do far better to just pick a specific thing that happened in our week and use that as the conversation piece when someone asks how our week was. I like coffee, you know, I drink coffee. And the third big mistake that happens in conversation on a date, I believe has its origin in the days and weeks and months leading up to that date. Okay, I'm gonna try to be myself. It's never easy. See, if we're not doing new things in life, pushing ourselves outside our comfort zones, then we're not feeding our own mind. Could you just open your mind like this much? We have to be giving ourselves fresh input so that when we come to a date, we have all these different things that we want to talk about because our life has been rich. I'm king of the world! <laughs> Woo! If you want more dating tips, come follow me on Instagram. My handle is below, and I will see you next week. See ya. Thanks, Matthew. It's a date. See ya then. All right, well, coming up, a sweet flashback for all of us who grew up on Reading Rainbow. 12-time Emmy-winning host LeVar Burton is bringing it back for kids of all ages during the quarantine. And we're talking with him next. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We are all in search of distractions during the pandemic. Well, a familiar face is here to help. Reading Rainbow legend LeVar Burton has been going live on Twitter with LeVar Burton Reads. And he told me some stories about his life during quarantine. Have you gotten to that point where you've had to cut your own hair yet? Last night in advance. For this interview. <laughs> this interview. <laughs> my daughter's 25, um, and uh, my mother-in-law also lives with us, so I'm living under the roof with three very strong black women. Kenton always waited for his... LeVar gets every word in. Three nights a week. Monday, he reads for kids. Wednesday, young adults. And Friday is for grown-ups. The adult sessions, I get comments that, you know, people are there with cocktails, which I love. And when I finish those adult readings, I pour one for myself as well. So um, it's all good. Would you give us any short rendition of Reading Rainbow? Butterfly in the sky, I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, Reading Rainbow. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. 
Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>